Welcome to the Circle Stories Podcast, where we aim to explore the stories within, between, and around the various circles we inhabit in our lives. bad i um some of some highs and lows i would say um i found out that um one of my clients passed away so that was definitely a low um but i also got to go out and deliver some food boxes today so that was kind of cool yeah to Um, some of your regular clients yeah yeah so i actually got to see some people which was nice and did two video sessions that were really fun um, with two of my primary therapy clients. It's funny, some of my older clients are like so excited when they can get um, the WebEx to work and their Mm. video chatting to work. (laughs) It's a weird dynamic. Like it's like on some levels, I'm excited to be home. And on other levels, I'm like, Oh my gosh, yes, I'll volunteer to go out in the community and deliver food boxes. <laughs> right, right. Because that feels more like me doing my job. <laughs> I'm um, talking today with Kelsey Morris, a good friend of mine and a member of the Circle at Circle of Mercy. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Good. But I wanted to talk to you because you're actually um, still working during this time. And I wanted to let you kind of tell us what that's been like. A lot of us that are sheltering in place have had to just kind of drop everything and stay home. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little bit about how that was for you when, when you found out that a lot of us, a lot of things were closing and a lot of us were going to have to stay home, but you are going to continue working. Can you kind of talk a little bit about that at the beginning? Yeah, of course. So I think like most people, information came in really, really fast and changed every day. Every Um, day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I am a team lead and a therapist and I work in the community primarily. And so our, our office kind of shut down, but we were still expected to go out and see folks in the community. And so I kind of like with the help of the nurse on our team, really like, wanted to be proactive and kind of anticipate what was coming next, which is really hard to do when there's like a million things happening all at one time. So we kind of basically said, what do our clients need if we can't see them for a while? Let's help everyone we can set up with video chats that might be hard for them to do when they're by themselves. Um, Let's make sure people have a plan for how they're going to get to the grocery store. Let's make sure people have a plan of how they're going to get their medication. And so we made spreadsheet after spreadsheet (laughs) and kind of like got organized, which was feeding to my strength. Um, One of the things that was not was just feeling anxious about the situation and feeling overwhelmed um, by making like maybe a wrong decision because we're talking about like really some of our folks are very isolated and don't have a lot of support. So it felt really overwhelming at first and like 
what am I doing? Oh, how is this going to work? How am I going to teach mostly older adults how to use um, video chatting when I can't see them face to face to help them set it up? The same folks that when they got smartphones were like, had me set them up for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh, how in the world are we going to do this? How do you serve a very vulnerable population in the middle of a pandemic and not get them sick? So generally talk a little bit, there. talk a little bit about um, your, your client population um, demographically. They're uh, generally older. Yeah, they can be anywhere from 18 to like 70, but I would say the majority of folks on our team are over 50. Mm -hmm. um, and they all have severe and persistent mental illness. You know, like if I'm nerding out for a second, like kind of our population typically dies about 20 years earlier than their um, counterparts that are their same age. Mm -hmm. um, likely, you know, a lot of our folks have been homeless or, you know, lots of other complications that come like related to their mental health. So we are like in the community seeing our folks every week. And so it's very different to not be seeing them every Before, week. Before you were seeing them every week, yeah. your, your client. And how much is your client load personally? How many clients are you? Um, I'm the team lead, so I have a little bit less than some of the other folks, um, but about, about 10 every week and then okay. a few that I see every other week. Um, but a caseload in general is more like 20, 25. I have one of the lowest caseloads because of my other responsibilities. Right. So each of your team members has upwards of 20 clients yeah. that they take We have a total of about 80 to 90 clients on our team that we all like. And as the team lead, I'm supposed to know a little bit about every single one of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> which is an adventure also. Because you do a, a group team check-in. and Yeah. And we meet as a team every morning for about an hour and a half to two hours, kind of staff what our clients need. Mm -hmm. And then we go out and kind of do the work typically when it was before, but now we're doing everything from home and going out once every two weeks um, per staff person. So we're having Tuesday food box runs, and Friday nursing medications and injection runs. Okay. And then I'm kind of the extra staff that goes out for kind of like the extra things that need to be done um, once every two weeks. Okay. Logistically, how has that been working? I mean, have, have you guys figured it yeah. out? Are you running Good into question. any kind of stumbling blocks or, I mean, it must, it, it, yeah. well, I, I can't say it must. Is it getting easier? as the weeks progress and you kind of work out the kinks of the new? The oh new yeah, def I will definitely say that. Um, most of our clients at this point know how to use um, the, you know, video chat. So they've kind of gotten into a routine to expecting us to call them. We've actually been doing groups also through video chat, which is pretty cool. Um, and then we, our clients have gotten so used to us doing food box runs on Tuesdays that they like, kind of know the routine they know to be home on Tuesdays mm. um, in case we're bringing home food and stuff like that so it's definitely got a lot easier it's funny I thought that um, I was gonna have you know as the leader like have to strongly encourage folks to go out and deliver food boxes like our staff members 
Um, but it's really funny because they want to go out so bad because that's what they're so used to that they are actually volunteering um, <laughs> to do oh, it wow. every every week um, and saying that they feel the most normal when they're able to do that. And that's really what we're all kind of striving for, isn't it? Yeah. Is trying to feel some kind of normalcy and, yeah. and them in their jobs, but the rest of us also in our, in what we're now trying to establish as our routines. So. For sure. Absolutely. So that's work. What's, what's been different around, around the house yeah. when you get off of work and, um, well, obviously, you know my partner, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, she is one of the most extroverted people I've ever met in my entire life. So she is ready to go afterwards. And she has a walking tour business, so she's not able to do that during quarantine. So she spends a lot of time during the day by herself or with our new little minion, which is our um, foster puppy. And so she's ready to talk about the day and do activities in the evening because she hasn't um, been able to do that all day. And sometimes I'm super fatigued from (laughs) all day working that it's hard. So we kind of have established a little bit of a routine where I do some self-care when I need to before kind of jumping into social activities, even just social activities with Jordan. Um, And my favorite thing that we've been starting is she would always ask me what's the plan every day when I got off of work. And it was Um, I was feeling stressed Mm -hmm. and so um, she speaks three languages and so I asked her to start saying it in Spanish um, because it stressed me out less. (laughs) (laughs) So every day she asks me in Spanish um, what the plan is. Okay. And then I struggle to try to say it in Spanish because I'm just trying to practice um, Mm -hmm. my the little Spanish that I know which has been kind of fun. But in like, so I say that, that like sometimes it's hard um, because she's ready to jump in and, you know, be social and I sometimes need a few minutes. But I also like love that she's here. I see her so much more than I did before. So much more like in the middle of the day, I can just come out in the living room and be like, hey, I can have a really hard therapy session and come out and just like get a hug. Mm-hmm. which is not what I usually get to do. <laughs> right. It would have been a text hug. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Before, and now you can come out and get a hug. Oh. Yeah, which I absolutely adore. <laughs> so that's been different to see her during yes. the day. Yeah, normally she would have been out running around pretty much all yes. day, and you would have been exactly. out, and yeah. Exactly. And then we would just met up after work and, you know, did activities then, but definitely been nice to see her during the day and also like our little puppy um every time I leave the office room that I'm using to go to the bathroom or something then um our puppy comes running after me so I also feel very special all day long (laughs) it's hard for it's been hard for me to see an end to this but uh, it will end and we'll get back to some kind of new normal what what is what is that going to be um like for you You'll get back to to being in the office probably at yeah, some point. I, I would guess so. Um, so they kind of right before all this started, like defunded um, telehealth and telepsychiatry, and then kind of had to add it back <laughs> as a service because of all of this. And I 
I think there's been some good things that have come out of it, you know? Hmm. Um, so I kind of wonder if for some of our folks, if it would be allowed for us to keep doing some video chats when, when that feels better for them. Some of our clients have been easier to get a hold of since this has started, um, which okay. has been interesting. That is interesting. Your, yeah. your scheduling might be easier if you're just going to do a video chat. And yeah, stuff. exactly. Okay. So I don't want that to be the full new normal that that's all we do, but I think it'd be nice if every once in a while we could do some video chats, chats and kind of incorporate that into our job a little bit too. Now that you've built in the infrastructure and yeah, some of your clients have what they need to do that. If the weather's bad and you guys don't yeah. want to travel out there, yeah. this would be a way you could still connect and get your, exactly. that's true. That is a, a, a good, could be considered a good thing that's come out of this. And yeah. I know, I know Jordan and I and other people I've heard have talked about meetings that they're having online that yeah. they probably didn't need to have in person, you know, yeah, it probably exactly. could have been handled over zoom or. Yeah. And uh, I'm wondering if that's going to, to continue. Um, yeah. One of the cool ones has been, um, I've heard that they're doing like AA meetings and like other community groups like that online. And for some of my folks, like that's a way easier way to connect to a community than to like go to the meeting because it's still scary and overwhelming. Um, so that's also like, I would love to see some community groups stay on the line. And sure. transportation issues too, right? For your clients. Yep. Yep, so exactly. that, that sort of alleviates them having to, to navigate a bus schedule or exactly. to get to meetings. And okay. Which so that might cool. be something that grows out of this in a positive yeah, yeah, definitely. To be honest, when I think about what it's going to be like later, sometimes I feel really anxious because it feels so unknown, you know, like I don't know what it's going to look like. But I have been thinking a lot about, you know, like how we can take some of the things we've learned during this time about ourselves and about others like into practice, like not just like being a therapist, but like socially, you know, like I think that for me personally, like when you have to make the amount of effort that you have to, to be social with your friends, mm -hmm. um, it also kind of shows you who you want to spend time with in a way too, like um, who you stay connected to, texting, calling, trying to do video chats when possible. It definitely feels like you kind of, know who your friends are in a way you know that's different than before yeah like that sometimes it was clouded by like oh we're gonna go do social things all the time and it just it feels like i've been able to have really deep conversations with folks um that i care about a lot and i feel blessed to have friends like that in my life so deepening of some relationships yeah that, definitely that you've had and, yeah. those, and just that, the real, that might continue, hopefully, yeah. as, yeah. And just the realness of people talking about their mental health a little bit more, I've noticed, um, hmm. in a way like that, like some of the phone calls or video chats have been focused more on, like, check-ins with each other about their mental health and how they're handling isolation. And as a therapist, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> You we're put on that hat. Our friends about yeah. it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Are a lot of your friends living alone, or have just have roommates, or? 
I'd say a good balance, like either like living with their partners or um, living alone with a roommate. Um, I've noticed that my friends that have are living with roommates, um, that that's like a harder situation typically mm. than folks living with partners or family. Right. Their and schedules I, were disparate enough that they didn't spend that much time together as roommates. Yeah, but now, yeah. For sure. And what I've noticed, like, too, is, like, people need hugs. And obviously, I'm lucky because I can hug Jordan every day. But I know a lot of people that need hugs. Including probably not just your friends, but some of your clients aren't getting yeah, either. Exactly. Yeah. I saw this really funny um, thing on the internet today where like they had, somebody had made this like plastic sheet and it had like armholes in it. Did you see this? Mm-mm. It had armholes in it on each side <laughs> and they were like two people were like hugging through no. it. <laughs> I thought I, it was cute. I've seen the grandpa dress up the, uh, the little girl and send her over oh. to hug her, her first responder dad or something in, in oh like a God. plastic, you know suit That's or something so so cute yeah what That's else have you been saying i'm man some of these memes some of these things that are going around are just giving me pure joy um oh me too i have there's one of my staff members um is a nurse on our team and she is our meme queen um <laughs> she sends a meme very frequently sends memes very frequently and they are all hilarious like my favorite are the ones that are like Oh, did you get that email from the company like that said this? And then like three hours later, it said something completely different. That was the opposite of the email before. <laughs> or like the like, have you seen the coronavirus pickup lines or stuff like that? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I'll look funny for them. I can't think of one now off the top of my head, of course. But right, funny. right. <laughs> oh, that that would be funny. Yeah. But boy, do we need that right now? And that's for been sure. that's been a good thing that's been going around. I think that it's a, um, I think we all crave connection and it's memes and humor are such a good way to connect. Um, I especially like that the humor is focused on, you know, like a common thing that we can laugh about, right? Our experiences with the coronavirus, not on, you know, hatred or being rude to other people, but I'm loving that it's like, Oh, we, it's like a common, like we're all in this together kind of thing in a way, you know? Yeah. Um, early on, it was the dog on top of the fridge, you know, staring down at the owner, like, I do not want to go on my eighth walk of the day kind of thing. Yes. You know, those. Exactly. Yeah. So my favorite two are like, um, there's like a cat owner and a dog owner and the dog is like, I wanted to stay like this forever. And the cat's like, when are we going back to normal life? Like. <laughs> This needs to be done. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of my owner being here. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, there are some good ones. What do you think you're going to look back on five, ten years from now, from this time? Like, what what are you going to remember from from our COVID quarantine time? I think that I'm going to remember, like, probably getting to spend extra time with Jordan. We always joke, like, what if we work together, you know, and now we kind of work in the same place. <laughs> um, so that's funny. And now you know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> not that. Not that. And I think I'm going to remember, I hope, missing folks. And just like, because I think anytime that we remember stuff like that, it, it 
makes us think about how we want things to be in the future and how much we value our friendships and relationships and connections and just like social groups and like church and stuff like that, which I miss a lot. And I really just hope that I remember and think about the resiliency that I've seen, you know, I just ever since I've been a therapist in the social work field in general, I've always been very impressed by people's resiliency. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say that I've, I have a newfound appreciation even for resiliency during this time, because what I've learned is a lot of times my clients are the actual experts on isolation and they know isolation and get isolation. Um, they know what it's like to go to the grocery store and not have all the items that, that is needed or wanted um, and how to make do with what they have. They know how to handle the isolation of not having social interaction and just in general anxiety about what could happen the next day, you know, and I think that I already appreciated the folks that I work with, but I definitely have a newfound appreciation for their resiliency during this time. And just like all the things that we could learn from them. Right. Some of those things weren't necessarily a big change for them. They yeah. were already lived in isolation. They already dealt with deficits of yeah. resources and things. Yeah. And then and then to have this on top of that. And everyone's dealing with it differently. Like this is not to say that all oh, my clients are like, Yay, this is fun by any means. Most of them are very tired of it, like I think most of the general public is, yeah. you know. But I, but there is some, like when I ask them, how are you doing with the isolation? They're like, what are you talking about? Like, it's nothing. <laughs> some of them feel that way. Hmm. It's cool. I think that's what I um, also have been noticing a lot is just like people's tiredness with complying with shelter in place and their stay-at-home orders and just this like push to like be back out there and I have lots of concerns about that. It's been interesting to kind of watch how society has kind of processed this experience. I've heard a lot from particularly your age group that maybe um, your parents aren't doing quite as well as <laughs> as you had hoped. Is is it hard sometimes wrangling wrangling the parents to do the right thing, you think? or? Oh, absolutely. I've heard that from a lot of my friends. I will say that I'm actually proud of my parents. Um, I mean, they're definitely not doing it perfectly, but um, I will but say But your that grandma is staying there. Yeah, does my that, grandma's staying there. Does that um, factor into their uh, being a little more careful maybe than... I think, I think so. And I think that they're kind of right on the age gap or mm. like the, of um, like being extra vulnerable to the virus. And so I was really impressed that my dad was like making, making conscious decisions about which job sites he would go to and which ones he wouldn't, which I'm glad about. And my mom stays at home a lot anyways, cause she um, watches kids for a living. Right. And she is still like having the kids come over. So, you know, which is concerning to me. And like, they are probably also good for her mental health. And I know that she's helping out parents who are still working, which, you know, yeah, if their parents are still working. They don't have a choice. So exactly. So um, I have been impressed by them 
And I think that grandma is one of the reasons they're being a little bit more cautious. She doesn't leave the house much at all, probably. No, she doesn't leave at all. Um, okay. Yeah, only like my mom and my sister go to the grocery store usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's handling it all right. Um, she wants to go back to Missouri and feels trapped here. <laughs> oh, really? She's yeah. a little homesick? Yeah, which is hard, but I think she's starting to like agree with staying here for a bit longer, which I think is probably for the better, but I also value her independence. <laughs> sure. Are you seeing your parents physically or are you staying away pretty much? Yeah, we, at first I was just staying completely away. So for the first month, I didn't see them like at all. Um, and then I, we have done some socially distant walks where we took the puppy over and went on a walk with my mom. Um, mm-hmm. And then did actually see them for Mother's Day. Um, we did a lot of outdoor stuff, um, but some a little bit inside, which I know isn't really quite following all the rules, but we, the struggle was real. And just figuring out how to navigate this, new world is very hard (laughs) yeah so still like trying to keep our distance as much as possible I mean if my mom like had it her way we would be there like every day eating with them and I'm like mom we've got to keep a distance that's the only way that she's not complying with the social distance rules she's wearing a mask to the grocery store which I'm proud of that but she wants me to come over and she wants to hug me and Mm. me to be breathing on her right um which and you are out and about too. in the quite a bit. Well, yeah. not quite a bit anymore, but you are yeah, not out quite a bit anymore. Yeah. At first, I was a lot, and that's part of the reason I wouldn't go over there either. But now, sometimes I go two weeks without, like, or, like there's two weeks in between going out. And Jordan goes to the grocery store um, for us, so that's pretty much it. I mean, for the most part, right? That's hmm. going on socially distance walks, which sometimes I do. Let's take a break. After this song from my friend David Lamott, Kelsey and I talk about how she and Jordan have been adjusting and coping with this time under quarantine. Well, I hope I see you later Because it's time for me to go That's my ride that just pulled over Sure was good to know you Now go answer your calling Go and fill somebody's cup And if you see an angel falling Won't you stop and help them Cause we are each other's angels And we meet when it is time We keep each other going And we show each other signs Sometimes you will stumble And sometimes you just lie down 
sometimes you will get lonely with all these people around. You might shiver when the wind blows, and you might get blown away. You might lose a little color. Don't you ever lose your faith Cause we are each other's angels And we meet when it is time We keep each other going And we show each other signs Thank you for the water I thought I was gonna die out here in the desert But you quenched my thirst Let's break a little bread together Got a little melon It was a gift From somebody who was passing by And offered me a lift Now go answer your calling Go and fill somebody's cup See an angel falling Won't you stop and help them Cause we are each other's angels And we meet when it is time We keep each other going And we show each other signs Um, we have been loving, I'm sure Jordan already told you, but loving camping in the backyard as a way to feel like um, we're doing something different and going somewhere, but like actually being safe and not doing that, <laughs> um, which has been really cool. Like, I will say we've found some creative ways to pretend like we're doing things that we enjoy doing. Um, like we did a date day for our anniversary. And I had us plan, like, to go to different places in our house that were places we like to go downtown. So we pretend, wrote a list to each of the places um, and went to, like, Well Played and played some games and went to the block and danced salsa um, and went to cultivate a cocktail and had a cocktail, um, which was really fun. <laughs> Good. So it's yeah. a great creative way to to kind of try and bring that back into your life those those parts that you're missing yeah exactly. if i remember you guys were pretty active getting out and about yeah and this must be to go out. <laughs> this must be tough <laughs> definitely and i think that um i think it's a little harder for jordan than it is for me you know because obviously she's super extroverted but i also i just miss people um mm -hmm. I miss my people and I miss hugs. 
I definitely love to give hugs and love to receive hugs. And I just miss those things that you get from being face-to-face with people, like facial expressions, and it's different over video chats than it is. It is. Yeah. I miss that. I miss the crowded room. I didn't realize how much I missed just the sense of having a whole bunch of people together. I've been to a couple of virtual concerts, but, you know, you don't get the crowd. We're all staring at our screens, you know. There's no interaction. There's no community vibe of all of us participating in that when you're on the screen. I just, it's not the same. I agree. But so, yeah, I, I definitely miss the getting out and being with with people, even just a crowd. Yeah, and for sure. I think we'll get back to that. I think um, I eventually, agree. yeah, there'll be a time when we can do that again. Yeah, for sure. If if anybody learns anything, I hope we learn that we should wash our hands more frequently, I guess, you know. <laughs> I, I also love the memes about that when people are like, why haven't we been washing our hands for 20 seconds already? <laughs> <laughs> Why did it take this to get us to do the right thing anyway? Yeah. Yeah. You'll have, to sh- you'll have to share some of those with me. Yeah, I'm not getting I enough totally memes. <laughs> I totally will. Evidently, my uh, my coworker has like them saved in her phone, and she just like pulls them out when she needs them. And I'm like, I should really start doing that. I'm trying to bump up my meme game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not winning at it, but I'm trying. <laughs> Do you have anything else you're trying to work on this this time? During some people are trying to learn languages, I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're gonna step yeah. up your meme game. Yeah, I'm gonna. Step also up working, my meme so it's game. not like you have all of the uh, free time that the rest of us have. So it's been kind of fascinating, actually, because they're like, you know, I see a lot of people like doing stuff that are like helping, like learn something new, you know, or you know painting or something like that. And I'm like, I find myself being a little like, hmm, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that, you yeah. know? And then like also on the same hand, being super blessed to have a job and be able to have an income during this time. Cause I know like not everybody is, does have that um, luxury and that's definitely what it feels like. But I am trying to do some self good self care, you know, painting and stuff like that. I painted a picture and I color sometimes. We also like brought my we over from my parents' house. Okay. And it didn't it didn't work. So oh. our friends actually mailed us their we. And we have been like going back in the day to some weekends and it's been very fun. Yeah. Um yeah, definitely like haven't played we since I was probably in high school and now I'm just like bringing it back. Great. <laughs> Some uh, wee bowling, wee tennis. What are you? Uh, what are you playing? Yeah, wee bowling, wee tennis. And my family had a game that was like a family game night. That's like Boggle and Battleship and Yahtzee um, and Picture Rica, which is so funny. All and the fun. classics. Good. Yeah, all the classics. So that's also been a good one. We also started watching um, One Planet um, because Jordan and I love to travel. Mm-hmm. as you knew and that's something I'm missing a lot and I think that what traveling does for me is like I love to explore and like learn and um, understand things and so the way that I've suggested that we do that is 
traveling by watching like documentaries about places. So we found one planet on Netflix and it okay. goes to, we've been to the Arctic and we've been to the jungle, um, a different place in the world. And we're learning about all kinds of animals that live in these places, which has like seriously been really like energizing to learn because we're learning and seeing things that we really couldn't see also even if we were traveling because it's like in the middle of a rainforest or you know antarctica or something like that so right. that's been cool and that's on netflix yeah it's on I, netflix i think i've seen it ad for it. it yeah yeah, yeah. it's really good i definitely yeah. suggest it yeah. yeah we've been watching it in pieces when we feel like we want to travel because it makes us a little sad to plan a trip right now because we don't know when we can go on a trip and that's something we do all the time as like a date night or just like a fun night is we'll plan our next trip <laughs> did you have something um, planned this summer that you were gonna that you have to you had to cancel yeah yeah we were supposed to go to portland in april which we canceled um and then we were supposed to go to ireland no not ireland sorry iceland in september okay. that we had to cancel so i think obviously for the better that's sad because we're used to going somewhere every year um we're trying to so that's been very hard have you seen the videos about um people who like to travel like um using their like treadmill in their houses as like the um like they put their luggage on the treadmill and then have it go and they pick up their luggage or at the end of it or they like walk on it like they're walking down the like middle row at an airport it's really with funny their here. luggage yeah, with their luggage. One of my <laughs> friends that obviously knows I like to travel posted that <laughs> and tagged me in it. It's really funny. <laughs> we're, all, we're all trying to figure it out, not okay. a cope. I think the theme that I've got of humor is definitely something that's been helping me cope. Um, finding ways to laugh about this like weird time we're in. It's definitely a weird place that we're at, like a weird time we're in. But I'm also optimistic that we're going to go back to connection, you know, because I think that's what I keep hearing from people that they miss the most. So I really do feel like people will want to be around each other. Well, thank you. Yeah, of course. This was fun. Thanks for listening. Please check out our show notes for this and other episodes at circlestories.org. While you're there, you can leave a comment browse the archived episodes, recommend a conversation we need to have, subscribe, like, and review. Break Music was provided with permission by David Lamott. Find him and links to his catalog at davidlamott.com. Show music, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? Music by Ada R. Habershon, arranged by Randa Kirschbaum, and performed by Dr. Jennifer Wilson. Don't try and follow us Circle Stories on social media because, well, I just don't have time. C.S. Lewis said... The next best thing to being wise oneself is to live in a circle of those who are.